You are now listening to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome, everyone. I am Mascara de Fuego, accompanied by... Great Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, so, it's been a couple of uh, interesting shows and things in the last couple of days, and one that big, long one that's coming up on Friday. But I, uh, I kind of wanted to uh, pick your brain a little bit um, over the uh, All-Star Weekend that PWG just put on over uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, obviously, this being, you know, uh, the, one of the few last couple shows, allegedly, um, on their, on their, uh, at the Reseda location. So I just kind of wanted to uh, talk to you about that experience, if anybody stood out for you, um, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah this was like, uh, you know, PWG is always a good time. But I, I felt like this weekend was extremely special, and yeah, I thought the match quality this weekend was was outstanding. Um, <clears throat> night one, uh, you had Trevor Lee, who I like a lot, versus uh, Ray Horace, uh, who won the match, and that was like the best curtain jerker how, how that long, you could ever want. How much time did they get? You know, I'm not really sure. I didn't really check. It seemed like a good. Maybe 12, 12 minute, fourteen minute range. Okay, maybe. And uh, yeah, Ray Horace is so crisp, and Trevor Lee is just the perfect dickhead. And and I respect both of their talents. So they meshed really well. Um, and then we had Bandito versus Taiji Shimori, and they got the standing ovation with the money thrown in. Um, really good flow and they had a good uh rapport with each other and uh yeah bandito's a breakout star so so and i'll, I'll get to his match in, in in night two but i i think he was made this weekend so how how familiar were were you with 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 both both guys um i knew bandito from his tag match at the globe okay. uh time is a flat circle i think it is okay that's the name of it i think and then uh taiji shimori just from clips I want to say, who was the cruiserweight we saw like over a decade ago at the New Japan Dojo? I'm not saying it was him. Oh my god! But it was. I'll have to do some investigating because I I can't remember. I just remember seeing Ultimo Dragon. Right. But I can't like, remember um, who else was on that card. Anyways, he uh, he was gangbusters in this match, and uh, I will say though his night two match. Uh, was a little off, and, and I'll talk about that in a moment. Okay. But, um, yeah, this was, if it wasn't for the Young Bucks match, this you could say that this was like match of the night. Okay. All That's right. how good the night was. Um, then we had Violence Unlimited against Rain Camp, and, yeah, I'm so happy to see them in person. You know, you hear so much about Rain Camp, and then to finally see them in person. And I've never seen Timothy Thatcher in person, and... Uh, Super impressive, super gritty. Um, he's like a violent Zack Sabre Jr., in my opinion. I'm sure other people have a different opinion about him. But, uh, yeah, they were really impressive. Um, Brody got his shit in. Uh, Tyler Bateman, uh, I felt like he didn't get a chance to shine in that match. Okay. And I know he could do more, and he showed that on night two. But in this match... Uh, if anything, he uh, shined in technique as far as taking a beating and and really, um, and I hate using insider terms, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Just Tyler Bateman taking is... the punishment and and really 
showing how much pain he was in while Thatcher would twist him up and then Walter would just chop the shit out of him in, in other power moves. So, yeah, that was a good match as well. Totally solid. Um, was this your first time seeing Tyler Bateman? Because as, as, yeah. I don't think I've seen him before. I know that he does uh, California a lot, but I, I, I can't say I'm familiar with his work. I haven't really looked him up as much. Yeah. Um, as the other guys. Yeah, I'll, and I'll get more on him from night two. Okay. But yeah, they did fine. Violence okay. Unlimited uh, did fine. They have a huge following here in Southern California. Okay. And, and yeah, they got a good pop and a good reaction. Um, especially on night two. And then the fifth match of the card was uh, Jonah Rock going against Joey Janela, the bad boy. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. You know, I know they wanted to make uh, Jonah Rock look really strong going into his title match on night two. But, um, you know, it was fairly, I'm not going to say it was even, but Joey got some shit in. And Joey's just entertaining, man. Yeah. He really, really is. And uh, How was the reaction think, for uh, Jonah Rock at this time around? Um. It's funny, Chupa Kick and I were talking about how most of the PWG roster is, uh, they get a mixed reaction. You know what I mean? This yeah. was more favorable than uh, the Globe Theater show. Okay. But, uh, yeah, because he was going against Joey, more people were rooting for Joey than uh, Jonah Rock. Okay. But solid match as well. Um, and I, th- I was going to say, though, their strength is, well, Joey's strength is is using every inch of the arena. I'm not saying they go into the stands, but you know what? When a match, when Joey's in a match, I just feel like it gets even better when chairs are involved and when he's being thrown around. When it gets and, a little crazy. I think that's one of the best things about him. His act is is him just getting fucked up <laughs> and taking the punishment. Yeah, he. I don't know. That, that kid just... Is uh, charisma personified. Sells his ass He's off. amazing. And then uh, the sixth match of the night was Adam Page versus Keith Lee. And uh, fucking funny. They're starting the match off. And the next thing you know, Keith Lee is just getting weak. He's just laughing. And then, and then, honey, I mean, Chupa Kick and I, sorry, um, edit that. Uh, we were just looking at each other like, why is everyone laughing? And we didn't really know what they were chanting. Okay. And then after a while, we kept hearing the chant, and they were, they were chanting Tan Man at Adam Page. And then uh, Chupica goes, no, look at his back. And so, yeah, the front of his body was totally tan, and then the back of his his back was pale. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so, like, Keith Lee's literally rolling on the ground, rolling to the outside, <laughs> sitting on people's laps, just getting weak. So... Yeah, it took a while for that match to pick up steam. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Adam Page's, like, his moveset involves so much placement. You know what I mean? Yeah. For his uh, shooting star, shoulder block on the outside, and then his uh, whatever you call it, the tumbling clothesline thing that he does. Yeah. Hangman's clothesline. I don't know what it's called. It's like, I, I know you, Bullet I Club fans don't, don't kill me. <laughs> and so it, it's like, you know. I you know I respect what he does. He's just not one of my favorite acts, you yeah. know. But the the I match was fine. Okay. But I I think the uh, the lack of uh, you know tanning spray kind of <laughs> hindered the match. I mean, was, it was a great moment to see. Or was the star of the match? <laughs> yeah, I, the the chanting the tan man chant. It, it was like <laughs> freaking unreal. 
And then, yeah, the main event, oh, my God. Like, three of the top indie tag teams going at it. Young Bucks, the Rascals, and the Chosen Bros. And uh, everybody got shined. That's like, awesome. how do you do that? I, I, I think that's a science in itself is is having a match where there is one winner, but every team comes out even better than they were. And the Young Bucks, who are already at the apex of the division, still blew your mind like they always do. And who won that match? Uh, the Rascals. They won the titles. Okay. New tag team champs. And you couldn't ask for better opponents, right? The Chosen Bros and the Young Bucks. I mean, the only thing missing was uh, Lucha Brothers, I guess you could say. So hopefully that's a match we see down the road. Yeah. Um, was anything yeah. said after the after the show? Yeah. I mean, uh, just Nick and Matt. Nick and Matt just give these heartwarming speeches. Uh, Matt popped me because the first name you mentioned was... Um, yeah, stop. if anybody wants to see our body of work, you already know. Ugh, Go stop. ahead and see our matches with Scott Lost. Ugh. With Scorpio Sky. A fighter Hayabusa favorite is Scott Lost. You know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah, I was marking out for that. And, uh, yeah, really heartwarming. I'm Streamers so- galore. Um, and they did all their greatest hits. Nice. I'm so glad those guys are keeping that name alive. Somebody's got to, man. That kid is uh, uh, underappreciated. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's like the one name I always throw out if anybody's talking about PWG greats. I'm always going to say Scott Loss first. Yep. Uh, it has to be done. And uh, But yeah, this match was bananas. So um, I would say, I mean, I'm getting, I always get the DVDs that, of shows that I attend. Oh, nice. But um, definitely this main event and the bandito Ishimori match. Oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, Robbie Eagles making his PW debut versus, uh, flash Morgan Webster and Sammy Guevara. So, um, I like the match, okay. but I'm, I'm not a Sammy Guevara fan. I'm not a Sammy Guevara give out a fan either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and he won. So that's why I always take <laughs> yeah. in my imaginary star ratings. I always take things down about two stars. <laughs> So this well, was negative one. No, the the, but, the um, fact that you forgot about that match says well, everything. Is that? Yeah, it's funny. But Robbie Eagles is impressive. Uh, he is a quick little guy that hits hard, and and you know he has a good act. He has a lot of charisma. Nice. So good, good for Australia in their wrestling scene. They they have a lot of good talent out there. So Excalibur obviously started the show off as he usually does, but. From what I saw on Twitter, he was indicating that the deal wasn't done yet with selling the place. Is that true? Yeah. He kind of just comes out here and he goes, uh, well, I have some news for you. It's, it's not good news. It's, it's not bad news. It's just weird. And, uh, yeah, he just talks about how every day is Earth Day. You knew that, though. Yeah. I mean. And, uh, <laughs> and- but, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he just said that the deal wasn't done yet. And there's a snag in it, and uh, he goes, basically, he said, we'll treat every show in Reseda as your last. Okay. Um, and that was night one. And then on night two, he goes, yeah, and, and he goes, we all know that the best option for us is uh, is the Globe. But, you know, if we could still do a show in Reseda, we'll, we're definitely going to come back here. Um, so so from, from that comment, it sounds like, the, the globe is their their next option then I guess 
for their yeah, like, that's that's definitely going to be long term their new home. Okay, but uh, you know, I still think they they'll do shows in Reseda if they still can, as long as they can. But yeah, let's treat May. Uh, I don't know what the date is for the May show, but let's treat that one as as their last. I thought it was twenty fifth. So how was um so um night two? Uh, did they start on time? Did they um. Oh man, it was great. Uh, yeah, we got in early. Um, you always get the speech of uh, the rules, usually uh, an hour before, or actually a little bit before they let you in. We got that fairly early, like six thirty, six forty-five. Oh wow! Next thing you knew, the line started moving uh, around, you know, six fifty-seven ish, and then we were in there before eight o'clock. Oh, nice! And then boom, Excalibur shows up at eight o'clock. Does a spiel, and uh, yeah, it was great. So we had Trevor Lee versus Flash Morgan Webster, and uh, that was really good. I like Flash Morgan Webster a lot. I, I think the kid is just super yeah, clean, and I like, I like his move set. It's like you have these flippy kids, right? And to me, a lot of people look like Ricochet Light or Will Osprey Light, whoever your favorite is. But Flash Morgan Webster always seems to bring something a little different. Yeah. Well, right? it's, it, and I would to say the, the quote same unquote thing. genre. I would say the same thing for Trevor Lee. I think he's, you know, he stands out. Yeah, character wise, that kid's awesome. And I, and I like his moveset too. And he got his stuff in, and Flash Morgan Webster did too. And uh, it was great. And he had the helmet. He oh. brought the helmet with him. Cool. And uh, <laughs> he must have a small head because, like, Trevor Lee would try it on, and so would the referee, but, like, they couldn't fit. Like, so I think Flash Morgan Webster has a little pinhead. Uh, <laughs> and I'm totally jealous because I, I have the fattest head in the world. Go for it. Um, the second match was uh, Robbie Eagles versus Joy Janela, and, and they tore the house down. Okay. Um, Is that the shot that you got? Yeah, that was extremely violent. Like, fucking love that shot. Like, Joy, thank you. Uh, Joy Janela just like. Quick, some uh, picks him up really quick, and then just drops him on his head on the chair, and that's what happened. Um, and it was a nice comeback story mm-hmm. until Joey Janela finally was able to get him in the end. Uh, but yeah, such a good match. And then I was talking about how Taiji Ishimori had his second match of the weekend on night two versus Sammy Guevara, and uh, yeah, just they had a miscommunication here and there. Okay. And, um, and so there's a, a somewhat of, I guess I hate saying a botch, but yeah, he, uh, Ishimori tried to do it like a springboard, maybe drop kick. I don't know what it was going to be, but he, he kind of fell and then he started selling the right leg a lot. And so, um, yeah, that was that, oh. you know, um, after that, after that, the new tag team champions, uh, the Rascals, went up against Violence Unlimited. And I think this is where Tyler Bateman was able to showcase more of his offensive talents. Um, and he did fine. But it's funny. I would say most of the crowd was chanting for Violence Unlimited for about the first half of the match. But as soon as the Rascals started doing their double teams, that's Forget when they it. win everybody over. Okay. Um, you know. Give them time, and, and you know I'm not going to say they're going to be the next Young Bucks, but as far as in-ring ability and their double teams, really sure. innovative shit. They like just really cool stuff. Okay. And 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 I like I like the tag team a lot. I mean, Chupacic and I we don't like 
certain things that Zachary Wentz tweets, but I won't get into that. But um, <laughs> it's a podcast for, me, for another day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For me, in ring, uh, their money. Nice. Cool. And then I think Desmond Xavier needed needed this. Yeah, and he's been getting a lot of TV time uh, lately too. I saw that he was pretty, uh, pretty. Uh, he's been on. He was on the Impact uh, Redemption show that happened over the weekend. So he's been getting some momentum, man. And then Zachary Wentz, he's going to be an evolve in Detroit. So good for him. Yeah, they're making moves. So it's kind of cool to see, uh, you know, people blossom. Yeah. It's it, it's cool to see that progression kind of start off slow and kind of you know. Yeah, and it's always you know, and for me, and I know there's other promotions that are booking people, but once you get the PWG rub, it seems people's careers seem to take off a little more. Uh, you know, it's 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 the mystery of who of who who books that you know that show, and uh, because I I think that they're. You know, they, they, they know what they're doing. They always, like you said, they always get the right guy as they're kind of right at the cusp of blowing up. And once they get that, the PWG rub, you know, things tend to really take off from that point. Yeah. Well, that's Super Dragon, so. Damn it. <laughs> All right. And then the next match was arguably the match of the weekend, depending on how you like your wrestling. Because, you know, there was an epic hoss fight at the end. But um, Bandito versus Ray Horace, man. My goodness, uh, you know, and I tweeted this. They they needed three beer pitchers to uh, take all the dollars home. That's crazy. Out of the ring, and uh, they they tore the house down. Like, you know how it is. Like these days, when you have um, junior heavyweights or cruiserweights, whatever you want to call them, go at it. You know, sometimes you do see a lot of things that you've seen before. Sure. Or you see people uh, emulating. Uh, Osprey Ricochet, right? Yeah. But uh, I think these two added to that conversation as far as seeing things that you've never done before and uh, just going next level, man. And everything was crisp and clean. And it, it's like, yeah, it was magic. They made magic I'll have to, to get the crowd riled up like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll see. I'll have to see and if I can f- find that, or maybe I'll just have you bring over the DVD next time you come over to the. To the network, right? When it's when that's eventually released, and I'm pretty sure like that'll be uh, a clip when they do their highlight video. Oh yeah, I'm you sure. know what I mean to market the uh, the DVD. And yeah, the finish was um, it wasn't a Spanish fly; it was like a Spanish fly, but Bandito was um, holding Ray Horace across his chest, okay. and then he did the Spanish fly. Damn. <laughs> So it was like a moonsault body slam, I yeah. guess you'd say, or moonsault power slam. And it was the, the dopest thing. It really was. And, uh, yeah, unbelievable. And that was the only thing that, that concerned me. I was like, God damn it. It's like I hate seeing Ray Horace lose because he's such a great talent. But, <laughs> yeah, in this case, it's like, yeah, let's put the young guy over. You're like, I Bandito. get it. I'm a fan, dude. Uh, like, you know, somebody posted, uh, hey, name your top ten favorite wrestlers right now or whatever. And I put him on there because, yeah, I, I really like his stuff. Nice. So who did he replace um, on, your, on your list hmm? then? Um, <laughs> you didn't see it? You wanted you to see it? Uh, let me see. Literally, like, half the list was people from this weekend because I was just blown away by oh, everyone's performance this weekend. Uh, let me see here. 
What about ten guys on there? Yeah, it was ten. So I put Jonah, I put Jeff, I put in Bandito, uh, Walter, ZSJ, just from his New Japan Cup run. I'm, I'm just, Still. you know, he, he, yeah. yeah, that was amazing. Uh, I like Chad Gable, um, and that's a total coincidence that he won tonight. Right. <laughs> on Raw, you know, and then Alistair Black, Champa, Ray Horace, and, and Timothy Thatcher, because I really liked what he did tonight, uh, this weekend. Nice. You know. That's a decent list. But, um, <laughs> I can't, I can't argue yeah, I with anybody so. on that list. Right. Uh, and then, after Bandito versus Ray Horace, we had Timothy Thatcher versus Matt Riddle, and uh, which is such a contrast of personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Timothy Thatcher's so like shooterish in an old school way, whereas Matthew Riddle's like, bro, yeah. right? <laughs> and that was a good match. Um, gosh. Yeah, that was excellent. Uh, nothing I could really say other than just somewhat of a contrast of styles, but it's like. Um, I picture that being really stiff. Was that stiff? Yeah, it was, and then, you know, just Timothy Thatcher, just, he makes everything so meaningful. So it was like, you know, and I think I tweeted this, it was like such a contrast in styles from uh, Bandito versus Ray Horace, but so good in that style. You know, the grinding, oh, I'm going to put you in a goddamn chin lock, and then I'm going to rub my forearm against your forehead, and it's going to look brutal as hell, and even my my butterfly suplex is going to mean something. Like, every slam, every suplex, every goddamn hold was just like, ah! So, yeah, that was good, too. If you're into that style, I would recommend that. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see this guy in person. I've seen some of his stuff, but I'd, I'd like to see him in person for sure. And he's way bigger than, than I thought in person. He's, he's like, Bret Hart size to me. He might be bigger, you know what man, because, I mean? you know, like, standing next to Walter, I mean, he's, he's still decently sized. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, whoa, you know? start wondering it's like why isn't he picked up well i don't know they got that tournament you know they got that uk tournament starting up again so give me one moment i'm gonna uh plug in my power of course i don't know every time i i talk this late at night my uh freaking my power is like under 10 sure. percent. <laughs> horrible sorry uh, and then the last match, the main event, was the greatest Haas match ever. Uh, Keith Lee, Jonah Rock, and Walter going at it. And, that, uh, that must have been surreal. Yeah, it really was. Because, um, you know, like I said about in uh, the main event of Night One, where the Young Bucks and the Rascals and the Chosen Bros all looked amazing, everybody got shine here, too. Nice. You know, obviously, Jonah Rock was, like, the ultimate underdog considering Keith Lee and Walter just have that much more star power sure. and experience. But, uh, yeah, he held his own. Everything he did looked powerful. And, uh, yeah, everybody got their licks in. Little, and then, uh, a little bit the, of a the surprise there. Battle. What's that? A little bit of a surprise with the way that they went with that match, considering Keith Lee just won the title, no? Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. And then, uh, you know, Chupa Kick was, was throwing out genius uh, – Dropping dimes. She was like, well, fire. would they do it? You know what I mean? Would Do they have the balls to do it? And and they totally did. And then, you know, there goes the speculation of, uh, oh, yeah, Keith Lee's going to NXT or WWE. Which, 
I can't argue against. I mean, he did have his little matches in uh, at Access during WrestleMania weekend. He's definitely on the radar. So, if that's the case, if that's the reason why Walter has the title now, or unless they just wanted to just surprise everybody, so be it. I can't argue, you know? Yeah. Really quick, though. That was, that was, that's an unfortunate quick title run for uh, Keith Lee, but if that means he's going, then uh, so be it. It's, it's, it's the perfect time, man. I mean, it's, that, that roster in NXT is kind of insane right now, but I think adding, like, a decent big man like Keith Lee, I think that's the perfect touch. Right. And then the fact that they have, like, talented big men down there. Yeah. That could go is, is pretty fascinating. Yeah. So, overall, it seems like it was a pretty decent uh, all-star weekend. Yeah, it was great, dude. I, I Seriously, I can't wait for these DVDs to come out. So, uh, so uh, in regards to Reseda, um I mean, it, so do you get... The, What's your hunch? You think we're, we'll see them past May here in Reseda, or do you think that, you know? I wouldn't know. I I can't even call it yeah. like okay. that's like more of a real estate sales thing, you know? Yeah, things I've... going in escrow type of thing. So it's kind of like, what do you do? Well, you've been there, so <laughs> it's uh, who knows. So, but I'm... yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I did feel somewhat cheated. Like, oh damn, this isn't the definitive last. Last, shows last of show. PWG, and uh, it's kind of up in the air, but um, you know, I'm I'm glad I was able to see the Young Bucks in that building one more time. Yeah, and, that's uh, where I missed out. Was, I would have loved to have seen that. It was sure. it was a great match. It really was. I wonder I wonder how they'll do what they'll put on the next show, man. Because if if they're going in with the you know with the assumption that this is the last show, I wonder if they would do like a goddamn like almost like a PWG greatest hits almost like yeah have have the, the, the this newer crop of guys but maybe like sprinkle in some back in the day guys or are those guys even working it still I don't know um... I don't know it, it, like I, I I'm just being nostalgic in regards to to you know their their stay here but you know they don't ever seem very nostalgic with with uh, PWG so. Yeah, I think they go with modern names to pack the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, I'm pretty sure the old school fans would love to see Top Gun Tower for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all, all coked up. <laughs> or one Super Dragon appearance or, you know, dare I say, Scott Lost. Well, you know, Excalibur's on the roster. I mean, he's literally right there, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, I wanted to kind of cover a few other t- topics tonight, uh, one of which was uh, MLW had their premiere um, show on the BN Sports Network, which surprisingly enough, I ended up having. So I got to check out the show. So I took some, just some quick notes on on the premiere. I was kind of, you know, excited for the show. Um, you know, I've I've kind of been a, a little bit of a fan of uh, Court Bauer and and kind of the old MLW. So I was kind of intrigued on what they would do with kind of like the rebirth of this, especially coming back to TV. Um, you know, production looked good. Um, you know, hearing Tony Schiavone calling wrestling again was a little surreal and nice at the same time, which was kind of cool. You know, um, I forget who, who he's calling it with. It was one of the guys 
who was with the WWF for a hot second but didn't last very long. Rich Brennan, I think, is what his name was in the WWE. Right. Um, but he did a pretty good job too. Um, so the first the first match was uh, Austin Aries versus ACH, um, which you know started a little slow. I I, I thought they maybe should have started with something a little kind of fast paced, but uh, you know they, once they got into their groove, I, I thought the match was really you know was a really good match. The only odd part was is that they went to commercial after ACH came out. And then after they came back from break, Austin Aries was already in the ring, so they kind of gave him like the uh, you know the enhancement talent entrance, I guess you can say. Um, right, considering the fact that Austin Aries won, so it's kind of like yeah, that's really odd. It's really odd. Like you know, I, I think they they should have thought that one out. Um, uh, the, another character that they had was a uh, Barrington Hughes, which is this really big dude. Um, who's unique and, and really sticks out. I, I'm, I, I really like that guy. Um, you know, he just basically squashed this guy with like a, with a, like a rock bottom for the pin in like seconds. Um, the main event was really fun between Penta and Ray Phoenix. Um, you can tell these guys were just having a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a good show. I thought, you know, that, that the show didn't really seem like a premiere, but more of a continuation of the old MLW, um, I'm intrigued, and I think I'm gonna watch some more of it. Uh, I I like their presentation. Um, I like I like the, the the matches that they put on, and like I said, Penta and Ray Phoenix, who you know have been you know, the uh, the match to go to lately, you know, as that also headlined this uh this TNA pay per view from this past weekend. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I, I I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. So did Ray Phoenix get? A lot of offense in. I, mean, I assume it was like pretty much of a 50-50 match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it was kind of a couple of the spots we'd seen when they did that match in PWG. Um, there were some familiar spots, but yeah, overall, everybody got you know some shine in on that match, and it was just fun. You know, there was one point where they were on the outside, and you know, um, Penta got this guy's beer, and it looked like he was drinking. He's like, nah, just kidding, and he just gave it back to the guy. And then there was this other guy, and he took his like white baseball cap and put it on him on him and then he like you know took a few moves while wearing the hat still it's pretty funny um so that sounds like they uh they kind of keep a house show vibe yeah you know what i mean yeah i, and I think that's great yeah I, that's a that's a good way to, to explain it yeah it was kind of very um house show vibe um so i'm hoping that they keep that up I, you know i know that um I think the next show, I think they're headlining with Shane Strickland, who just won their their uh, world championship. Who you know, I'm not crazy about Shane Strickland, but you know, um, they put the belt on him for a reason. So I'm hoping that uh, that he's a good representative for the company. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's fair to say that he's probably improved a lot since I last seen him and judged him. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I hope so. They made up my mind. You know how you? It's like first impressions are a bitch, and so you see somebody. And if you're not really feeling them, then, you know, that sticks for a while. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I know he's gotten better. And, you know, Evolve has him on now. So, okay. yeah, we'll see. Well, I'm definitely going to give him the, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And I'll be checking out next week as well. Or this week, I should say. Um, also, I wanted to, you know, I'm sure it's been all said and done at this point. But, um, you know, they did the Superstar shakeup last week. Um a lot of names changing back and forth. I mean, most notably, I think, 
fuck, man. I think that if anybody won the lottery with the superstar shakeup, it had to be SmackDown. They just got, I mean, you know, it's it's weird. They got Raw got like guys like Jinder Mahal and Ziggler and like Baron Corbin and Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder and Breezango. Yeah, I think the biggest, uh, you know, like the those guys name just for kind me of was Gable. Yeah, and of course. And, KO and Sami Zayn. Yeah, the rest of the names just kind of seem like, you know, I guess Bobby Roode. Um, but, you know, they've just kind of been like names that have been sort of a little bit floundering on SmackDown. Whereas SmackDown, holy shit, man. You got Joe, Asuka, Jeff Hardy. You know, you got Andrade Cien Almas. You got um, Sanity. You got, uh, you know, the Iconics. They, you know, I mean, it's just the, the list that they got was just... It was a big. You would think list. SmackDown was a flagship, you know. Seriously, and you know, I, it's almost to the point where I'm a little worried that you know some of these guys are going to get lost in the shuffle on SmackDown because it's such a in-depth roster now that's like, holy shit, this is the show to watch. Well, I don't know. I'll I'll say this though. At least Raw has Breezango and the Ascension together. So, so if so, I can so, see those vignettes, <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy. So more cameos. And then, uh, yeah, and I'm really pleased that uh, Gable want tonight which we'll get to later on yeah i i mean we can touch on on a few a few notes from tonight chad gable beat jinder mahal um on raw tonight and it looked like i don't know from the reports that i was i was seeing it looked like the uh braun Strowman, bobby lashley taking on uh, uh ko and Sami Zayn was a really fun match as well so well how do you feel about that when it comes to raw what matchups are you excited for most since the shakeup, well, you know, I, I think for me, I think you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were such a big part of SmackDown and kind of, you know, I mean, they, they were pretty much the biggest heels on that show. Um, I'm hoping that they don't lose that. I'm hoping that they kind of keep up that momentum. But you know, when you start looking at like, I don't know, you got. You, Presumably, so presumably at this moment in time, you have Brock Lesnar, you have Roman Reigns, you have Braun Strowman. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that they can bust through those guys and and be focal on that show because I think those are the names that I want to see flourish on this on this brand. You know, everybody else is. I'm you know Bobby Lashley. I can see him kind of flourishing as well. Um, you know, Ember Moon came over after the Raw after WrestleMania. Um, and Chad Gable, the rest of the guys, it's hard to say. I mean, maybe Drew McIntyre, um, but everybody else just seems like it's just business as usual to me. Yeah, it's, I'm beginning to wonder now that I'm looking at the roster. It's like, did they bring in Breezango and the Ascension just to be fodder for uh, Woken Matt Hardy and Bray, and and also fodder for Ziggler and McIntyre because they seem to be teaming up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like maybe. That's, that's kind of disappointing, right? Yeah, I mean, um, but the, but you know, on the other side of town, they they they've just added so many more names to the tag team, you know, situation there. When they added, you know, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the Bar. I mean, that's you know, that's pretty decent, you know, additions to the Usos, New Day, Bludgeon Brothers. Like I think that gives them kind of you know a little bit of uh, a shot in the ass to, to to have some decent matches that aren't that if your name isn't Usos or New Day, you know? Right. But then not only that, though. Oh, Insanity. How amazing 
was that our truth segment. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he can make a career of just doing the greatest back backstage segments. That was really entertaining between him and Dillinger and the new day. And, and so that's, good. you know, and that's the thing. Like when, like when you have one or two guys like that, then yeah, they stand out. But when you have, you know, Ryder, Mojo, the Ascension, Bruzango, you know, even, even when you have too much of that style of, of, you know, wrestling comedy, I guess, you know, things, you know, get, get lost. So just having like the one guy like R-Truth on SmackDown that can be that guy, I think it's perfect. Right. So what is the best case scenario for Raw as far as just a singles matchup? I don't, I don't think there's one because with, so right there you have Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, no, I was going back to Raw. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, with with Did we cover that like uh... with Raw. I don't know because I mean, I'm, look, presu- I'm presuming that Roman Reigns takes the title on Friday, which we'll get to that that show in a moment. Um, you know, I instantly thought that the, his first program was going to be against Joe, and I know Joe has the next pay per view match with him after you know, which is a backlash, I guess. And it will be uh, Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. But if they put the title on Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe is just going to basically put him over and move on, you know. So it's yeah. it, it's not a good spot for Joe. I don't think it's I'm the wise thing. I'm not looking forward to it, honestly. No, I'm hoping that they take Joe out of that match and give it to somebody else. Because Joe, I think with Raw, I um, I'm just hoping Drew McIntyre gains traction. So that he can be placed in uh, some high-profile matches with those upper echelon guys. Because yeah. uh, yeah, I can see yeah, physically he's impressive. Yeah, and I can his see promo matches. Promo game with... has been kicked up a notch, so it's like yeah. Yeah, I, I think matches between him and like Finn or him and Rollins. Um, I, I I see those matches kind of being standouts there. And not to mention Sami Zayn, of course. Like he, him with anybody, I I'm always tuning in. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping they go to Sammy and and Kevin, and do more matches with uh with Finn and and, and Rollins honestly. So I'm just gonna say though that uh, matchups for SmackDown that could be a, its own to our podcast. Oh, <laughs> you shit, know what I mean? Man. I mean just like just as those four I was about to name off with Joe, AJ, Brian, and Shinsuke. I mean you can feud those four right there for months. I mean, and right then you throw in Jeff Hardy. Who's yep. always delivering? Yep. Um, and you know, feel free to break up the bar, or at least put them in singles matches every now and then, because both of those guys could go. It's it's literally an all star roster. And, and you know, it's funny because uh, Randy Orton is definitely somebody who depends on the opponent, right? Because you know, him and Gender like just didn't work, but. Fuck, man, I think Joe and Orton would probably put on a pretty dope match. Shit, Orton and Cesaro. I, mean, I know Cesaro's yeah. on a tag team right now, but, like, that's a good match. Um, I want to see what Sanity's going to do. And then we haven't even mentioned uh, Orton versus Almas, probably, or uh, Daniel, Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Almas. Yep. It's ridiculous. The, the only person that sticks out on this move that I, I just have no interest in seeing at the moment 
because I, I, the program that they're putting him in is Big Cass. I don't want to see Big Cass and Daniel Bryan where Daniel Bryan loses to Big Cass. I don't want to see any of that shit. Um, I, I think they should do the slow burn with Big Cass and put him in matches you know, where he can squash dudes for a little while and kind of build up momentum. But Yeah, do him like they did Baron. Right, exactly. You know? I don't, I don't need to see him squashing Daniel Bryan on his return. All right, so let's move on to... All right, so Friday, <laughs> early on Friday, you know, it's funny because they've always said that, you know, they probably wouldn't have a WrestleMania overseas because of the time difference. But I think this show on Friday with the Greatest Royal Rumble is going to be a good test because we're getting that show at 9 a.m. Pacific time, you know, early in the morning. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how that show will do with a Friday start time. I mean, I'm, you know, it'll be on, on demand and, you know, I'm probably going to go on radio silence until that night because I kind of want to watch it um, in, in its entirety. But it's gonna be a it's a stacked show. I mean, this is this this is gonna be a long show, <laughs> and it's gonna be a hard show after watching you know sixteen hours of WrestleMania to watch another you know fifteen hours on Friday. <laughs> but it's a, it looks like a good card. I mean, it looks like we're getting um, you know the SmackDowns the bar versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt for the vacant tag titles. The Usos versus the Bludgeon Brothers for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Um, uh, Cedric Alexander putting up the Cruiserweight title, presumably against Mustafa Ali. Uh, I think that's getting determined uh, uh, tomorrow. Jeff Hardy taking on uh, Raw's Jinder Mahal for the U.S. title. The return match between Shinsuke and AJ for the WWE title. Rusev versus The Undertaker in a casket match, so that's back on. Um, the IC, uh, IC title ladder match between Rollins, Miz, Finn, Joe, and Lashley, I think, got added to that match. Uh, Cena taking on Hunter, the 50-man battle royal, and Brock versus um, Roman Reigns for the Universal title. It's a pretty big fucking card. Yeah, it's arguably uh, better on paper than uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only, the only, the only match I'm kind of a little like. For years we've been conditioned now that there's big ramifications with the Royal Rumble match, whether it be you're heading to WrestleMania or the couple times where the the title has been on the line in that match. You know, there's no stakes for this match, and they haven't really announced any stakes for this match. So we're just having a Royal Rumble for the sake of having a Royal Rumble. Um, I don't know. It just feels weird. Well, I, I'm still trying to figure out why they're having this in the first place. Oh, it, that's all Saudi money, it's, man. That's Saudi money. That's like they're on the take, like full on. Are they saying, hey, let's co-promote a show and we'll give you this much money to have this show? I know that th we won't know how much money they're making off this show until like August, I think, is what Dave Meltzer said. But I'd be curious to know how much they got paid for doing the show because... Uh, to me, it sounds like it's going to be a hefty fee, and this arena is massive. Yeah, but it's like, what exactly do those promoters gain over there? Like, what is it? Is this, or are they just money marks? Like, hey, let's have a show. I love Randy Orton, or 
You know what I mean? Because they're yeah. kind of booking for like old school fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. For like the most common denominator of fans. I just don't even know. It's a little weird too, man, because, you know, there's no women on this show. And, and it feels a little creepy that they're not on this show because of, you know, culture rules, I guess. Yeah, I can't call it. I mean, yeah, that's some cultural thing that that I'm I don't know about, and uh, you know, I'm just gonna enjoy the wrestling. Call it a day. So, were you, so you you'll be watching the show, yeah? Uh, I'll try to, but uh, yeah, like you said, I'm gonna stay uh, stay off the twitters. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, and last bit of the night, uh, there was some all in news today do you want to share that with us joy janella and penelope ford are all in <laughs> so it's a pretty it's a pretty stacked uh all-in card thus far man yeah but for me it's it's like you know just off the success of his spring breaks during wrestlemania weekend and just knowing that he's going to be doing his best to promote this. I think it's a guaranteed sellout. And I know, I'm sure there's like bullet club fans that are like, no, it's because everybody wants to see the young bucks and Cody. And it's like, you know, seriously with Janela and knowing that Omega's on the card, uh, Phoenix and Pentagon, that's like, that's really good. Like I'm cool with what they have right now. It's just now a matter of putting up, together the right matches, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think that fans could could use the excuse of, oh, fans just want to see the bullet, uh, the uh, the Young Bucks because the Young Bucks, they hustle, and they're on, you know, look, they, they've basically worked every territory in the States. So chances are, if, if you enjoy the Young Bucks, you've probably seen them live. So I don't think they're, they're just selling this show on, on the Young Bucks, you know, it's the card. I mean, you got Okada, Omega, you got Cody, you got the Bucks, you got the Villain, Hangman Page, Tessa Blanchard, um, you got Penta, you got Phoenix, Deanna Perrazzo, Joey Janela, Penelope, Chelsea. I mean, that's that's a pretty decent card right there, and they haven't even finished um, announcing, you know, talent for the show, you know, what the matches are. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's tempting. It's, it's unfortunate that it's so close to like, you know, like other things going on in life because I would really love to go to this show. No kidding, man. I, I think, uh, this is definitely must see at least via streaming or otherwise, you know what I mean? Do you think, I mean, that would be nice if they, they stream this. Um, who do you think they'd go with? I don't know. Everybody goes with Twitch, but I, I hope they actually... Uh, actually, no, they just say it's streaming live on Facebook and Twitch. Well, that's the press conference. The press conference, So that's, yeah. pretty, that's a pretty good indicator that maybe they'll go that route for maybe a match or two. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll do... Or maybe they'll, uh, they'll do, like, Fight TV or something. I mean, shit, honestly, put it on, on pay-per-view. I'm, shut up and take my money. I'd pay for that. No, seriously. And, uh, you know, and good for the workers. Absolutely. If this happens and it's super successful, that means it's more of these types of cards are going to happen, which means more uh, money for the wrestlers. So, uh, 
Good for them. A lot of good shows coming up, man. All right, so um, so maybe we'll try and do a recap uh, later on uh, this week or early next week and kind of go over what, what happened at the Great Hills Royal Rumble and if any other news is broke. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan, man. <laughs> do you want to talk about Raw and SmackDown tomorrow? Yeah, let's do that. Because I think we're both gassing out, dude. That's yeah, it's well, you know, it's already like 10 o'clock and shit, and we, we both got day jobs, goddammit. <laughs> well, it's shit, man. So we did we did PWG and then we uh, we babysat Sunday. So oh, it's like okay. Watching babies is a whole other type of energy that you need to use. You're telling me. So it's like, yeah, I know. I'm preaching to the choir, right? Like, yeah, ridiculous. Totally a great time, but how how, how old are, yeah. how old are the are the twins now? Uh, they'll be a year in August. Oh my god. So they're just fat, uh, chunky baby stage right now. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, I watched. Um, so my wife went and watched a movie with a friend of hers, and they, and she left her four-year-old here with my three-year-old for like two and a half hours, and I was exhausted after that. <laughs> oh my god! Dude. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll watch him. No big deal. And I was exhausted. No, because you're kind of, you have to keep an eye on him. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like constant attention then you have to be on yourself so it's like oh my god yeah don't do that don't touch that don't you know hey stop doing that hey let's do this yeah hey let's put this on your head okay <laughs> exactly they, they were playing you know that fishing game where you get the little uh fishing poles and you just kind of like yeah. pick up the fish so all of a sudden they thought they thought it'd be hilarious to put it on my head so they kept putting the fishes on my head and I'm like, all right, all right, ladies, all right, we're done with this. So I kind of lay my head kind of sideways. And I kid you not, like 10 of these things fell out of my head. <laughs> I'm like, So like, how did that happen? Yeah, I'm like, damn, ladies, that was impressive. <laughs> Making it happen. Making it happen. All right, my brother, I will talk to you tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next Podcasts day. Podcast every day. Podcast all day, every day. All right. Um, no, well, we should talk about NXT though when it happens. Yeah, let's let's let's. Are you editing this out? Are you gonna do the uh, our sign off? Shit, man, let's keep it all in. That's what people want. People <laughs> no want pun to... intended. People, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> people want to hear life, man. But uh, all right, for Mas, uh, I'm Mascara de Fuego, and I'm Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, y'all. Until all are one.